0: fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Raley. Our campaign is entitled, At Your Door. It was written by Ellen Eisenblow, Mark Morrison, Barbara Manawi, Chris Adams, Scott B. Anielowski, and Herbert Hike. I am your Game Master, and this is episode 35, and it's also our last episode in this campaign. Our recap will be done by Keith Craig as... Dr. Heather Mills. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Heather?
1: Well, Dad, it's Heather. I guess I'll just talk to you like this since I can't seem to find my tape recorder. I guess there are thieves out, out in Tent City. Well, everything's just going wrong for me, Dad. It's, again, this is worse than when I discovered that they weren't going to pay for your uh, sickness from the Love Canal pollution, and I had to watch you slowly die. You know how you said I always had bad choice in men? Looks like I made another bad choice. I thought thought uh, Mr. Gonsani was the type of man that would see eye to eye with me about saving the world from, from the elites and those that want to use everything just for profit. Boy, was I wrong about that. He plans to use the world, Specifically, it's people for his own gain. Worse, I can't even appeal to his basic humanity, as he's apparently not even a human. Who knows what he is, but he's definitely not a homo sapien. Worse, by being blinded by by his uh, good looks, I've become suspicious and dismissive of my friend Margaret, thinking that she was interested in Glansandi, when she was actually looking out for my best interests. I found all this out by convincing them to go see Alex. I'm ashamed to say that I was going to go there to grab him for Glenn Sandy, but then the boy spoke and uh we realized that he was speaking the truth. He's a member of the brotherhood of the forks. He might be the leader, I can't remember. They live underground. We met Lurleen again. Yeah, the the one that that I that shot at me, I thought. Apparently she didn't, but uh who knows when people are waving guns at you? guess what i was wrong about her also she she was just being used and she's not actually an evil person and in a strange twist of fate she's dating a dr peter tate the missing person that we've been looking for all this time he just he he didn't die he wasn't kidnapped he just walked away from his life he didn't tell anyone i guess he just wasn't thinking about how people would worry typical man Anyway, we met Alex, and he told us the truth. And it was just so simple. I guess if I would paid attention in Sunday school, I would have remembered that Bible verse, Isaiah eleven six, sooner. You know, the one, a little child will lead them. Well, he showed us the truth. He showed us that mankind has been tricked. We're being distracted by shiny objects and other distractions, and a cruel echo of the future uh, predicted by Huxley. But there is at least some good news. We have one shot to stop them from using all of humanity as chattel. They're meeting at a stadium here in town. Uh, apparently, there's a football team here. Fortunately, Jonathan seems to be able to get some good weapons, and we can fight back. Well, hopefully we succeed. Or, I guess guest i will be seeing you soon in the great unknown.
0: All right. So you are currently at the James Rolfe Square Station. Um, uh, Plans are being made to relocate Alex to a safe place. Um, Apparently there are a number of brothers living in the basement of the St. Bart's uh, Catholic Church. Um, They think that's a fairly safe area. They haven't seen any patrols. Um, it'll be a little tricky getting there, but they can go in the evening, um, in the dark when, uh, when the patrols could be easily spotted. Um, when they've checked our, uh,
1: passes for being out in the city, have they, we just showed it to them, or they asked for an ID to match the name?
0: Um, you found maybe on the first night that they asked for id but after that they've become very lax
1: okay i was thinking i, I might give them my my pass that way if the patrol stops and they can just kind of flash the pass go hey look we're allowed to be out here and you know as long as they don't start asking questions just in case they get in a jam
0: all right well they don't plan on being seen so yeah
1: prepare I for anyway. the worst
2: Uh, so
0: I go ahead.
2: Uh I I was speculating uh asking some of the brethren who've explored I wonder whether there's because we're in a subway station if there's a good underground route to the stadium or whether we should just go overground.
0: Uh the stadium's actually not that far. It's maybe a mile from your current position. Um And there's no power between here and there, so it's... And since it's bedrock, there's probably no train. Yeah, I don't think there's a train going directly to the stadium. You normally would have to take a bus to get there. Um, You have been given a blueprint of the stadium. Um, Sort of a rudimentary one based on... uh, um, a pamphlet that somebody managed to procure of the stadium. Uh, The stadium is actually uh, dug into the ground. It sets only about 20 feet above on the edges and then it dips down into a basin uh, into the ground. There is a parking area and there is a vehicle tunnel that leads down to the, uh, the floor. Uh, Most likely it's going to be used for uh, any kind of uh, vehicles that are delivering people to whatever this event is. Um, There is no electricity in that part of the city. So if there is electricity, it's being done by generators, uh, which also means that the parking lot will be pitch black. Um, There are, of course, security fences and so forth around the whole perimeter of the thing. But uh, since the meeting is set for tomorrow night, most likely right now, they're prepping. So there may be just workers setting things up. What would you like to do? We'll say that it's, just for the sake of argument, let's say that it's 6 p.m. Now let's say that it's 8 p.m. because it's still light out. It's summer fall right well
1: we want to go uh scope it out
2: i think the only way we're gonna know i mean it's it's not a huge group it's a couple dozen people Mm -hmm. so they're gonna the only way we're gonna know where in the stadium to look to expect them is to see what's being prepared right
1: yeah yeah hopefully on the field or maybe in one of those luxury boxes, I can see it.
2: Right, mm-hmm. but they're kind of far from the action for such a small event. Uh, who knows? Maybe they're at the 50-yard line or...
3: Well, they, their note said that one of those Chthonians is going to be there, so... Oh, yeah, then, yeah, yeah probably. We be, don't know how much space you know, that's going to take up.
2: Right, they I might want to be well back from that
4: If uh, we plan on planting any devices or leaving any caches, we should plant it tonight.
2: Yeah, I think it's prudent to at least have one. Uh, Dr. Leisure, any of your um, surprises capable of being radio controlled? Or is that just too much tech for our circumstances?
5: Well, if we had... I mean, two walkie-talkies... don't think anything gets hot on a walk well without severe modification i don't think enough of a walkie-talkie would get hot enough to set it off
2: right even if there were two wires it's just not that much juice Mm -hmm. right
0: well after the earthquake you've got plenty of wire just pull out of walls if you need it um i mean the stadium isn't isn't a monstrously huge building, but it's a pretty big building. Um, Even if there were wires running all over between the seats, you probably would never notice them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like there's going to be so many people that they're filling the stadium. It sounds like they're having some little event.
4: Yeah. And if they have generators, that means they have to be running on diesel or gas so Mm -hmm. you can rig something up to them.
5: Well... We can have the generators, if they're setting up the generators tonight, we can rewire a few of those to provide power to other nefarious devices. Yeah.
2: Speaking of them setting things up tonight, I wonder who the staff is for an event like this. I have this creepy feeling that they have filed
0: teeth.
1: Oh, I hadn't thought of that.
4: On the guest list, didn't it say military is involved?
0: Yep. There is a brigadier general. There are there are a couple of senators and members senators, of the House.
4: Senators, House members, and brigadier generals do not travel alone.
5: Yes. I, I suspect that the personnel that we would run into more often than not would be, I, I suppose, um, chochos. But also uh, grunts and fatigues.
4: Cho Cho's probably catering it. They'd probably be set up inside. Oh.
2: All right. Uh, After all, the Lindsays and the and the Chthonians like the same kind of sweetmeats.
4: True. Heck, we might even have Secret Service there. We don't know. but
2: we're gonna go and check it out now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think we should. I mean, we can speculate.
0: Can, also, if you have all night, you you can make more than one run out there. It's only a mile out, so
1: yeah, you can
0: yeah. check it out and Get then delay the you land too, and then. Yeah. All right, so we keep jumping places. <laughs> okay, yeah,
1: was well, just me. I was like, what?
0: Where are we now? 614. All right. <clears throat> so you dress in at least dark rags. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, uh, Dr. Liege, what are you going to bring with you? Or do you want to scope it out first and then come back?
5: Uh, let's scope it out first. Okay. Um, and make sure you're not, try to avoid the color black or navy blue too much, because generally, if there's any sort of light in the area, those colors are too dark and you'll stand out.
0: So gray mm-hmm. is probably the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, desert-ish.
2: Yep. Okay. Washed out crap.
5: Yeah, so this t shirts not going to work.
0: All right. So it takes you maybe 15 minutes or so to work your way through the streets. Uh, You only have maybe uh, six people with you at the moment, uh, including uh, Peter Tate and uh, Robert Slates, or Richard Slates. Is Um, Lillian
2: excited about this prospect?
0: Well, yeah, but uh, Peter wants her to stay there she's not really crafty enough for this sort of thing, but, um, all right. So during your travel time, do you guys want to do anything or say anything?
4: Oh, I'll
5: be, I'll be looking at the buildings along the route. Okay. Um, seeing which ones are relatively intact, which ones are just absolutely wrecked.
0: Uh, uh, kind of towards one side uh, you can see there were mostly residences on the other side there was commercial stuff but it's all low-lying commercial stuff a few few apartment buildings Um, Uh,
5: any good places to hide in case things go sideways
0: well yeah pretty much all over the place Uh, the biggest problem would be crossing the biggest problem would be crossing the parking lot which is a vast parking lot um, if they had spotlights, there's not really any place to avoid them, mm. but right now they're dark. So there's no, uh, unless they were actually, even, even if they were on the, the top of the stadium, looking down, unless they were looking right at you, they probably wouldn't see anything at all. And they'd have no reason to be looking off into the dark anyway.
4: Is there any that, abandoned cars in the lot? Or? There,
0: there aren't. No. So the lot's empty. The lot's pretty much empty. Uh, but when you first get up to the lot, there is a chain-link fence going around the perimeter.
1: Okay,
0: You brought uh, uh, cutters?
1: Yeah. Is it uh, is there barbed wire or Constantino wire on top?
0: No, it's just standard uh, chain-link with the little spikes on the top.
1: Okay.
0: Um, all right. It takes you very little effort to, to cut through that. And the stadium looms up ahead of you. You can see it. It's really only about 20 feet high, but it it drops down. And you can see, since you're approaching it kind of from uh, the south on that map, um, you can see that over to the left, there are some lights. And it looks like there are a number of trucks, uh, big, big 18-wheeler trucks that are pulled up there. Uh, you can see there's a number of f- small floodlights in the area, and they seem to be unloading stuff and moving stuff. You see a, a, a forklift move at one point and a small tractor moving. Um, so they're doing stuff over there, but that's quite a ways to the left of where you guys are crossing the parking lot. Unless you want to move to a, another spot. Are the workers in uniform? Um, it looks like they're just in regular utility uniforms. You know, basically overalls. Okay. And they're not I mean, they, don't have, they don't have rifles over their backs or anything. You don't see anything like that.
4: Dr. Leach, uh some of the forklifts, they're either gas powered, or I remember at the uh my last internship, they had uh, propane powered uh, forklifts also. There might be some propane canisters.
5: Right, right. That'd be pretty easy to uh, weaponize, if need be. Let's keep uh, let's keep scouting out here.
0: Very likely, there's a lot of propane too in the tent area that you could utilize as well. Hadn't thought of that, but it's probably a camping stove to use prop- propane. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. So, uh, are you going to just go straight straight from the south? or are you going to make your way somewhere else?
4: There's some um, entrances around the entire stadium, correct?
0: Correct. Those are labeled like uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, eight. Right. Yeah, There's quite a few mm-hmm.
4: of them. OK. And
1: you said the workmen are off to the west, right? Because they're off to our left. Correct. Yeah. OK.
2: Yeah. So, so entry 7 that. is pretty good.
1: That's what I was thinking, too. Yep. Yeah.
4: Now, just one other question. That's a full Jersey barrier, like the concrete barrier that goes around it, also? Or no, am I? No. The, the concourse, that, that line's just like a walkway. It's not a. Barrier? It's just
0: a walkway, right. Okay. It's cement, but it's not a wall.
4: It's not, right. Okay.
0: Right. Um, as you approach it, though, however, uh, you can see that all the gates are locked, but they're locked with padlocks.
4: They like the roll down or fence. No,
0: they're big, uh, big iron things that swing open, um, like gates, uh, but uh, they're padlocked in the middle. Other than that, they've just got the little, little bar thing that lifts up to, to open them. And you can't really, as you approach, you can't really see in from there because it goes down like a tunnel and then up, and comes up in the middle so that the people can spread out on the seats. Um, but you do hear the noise of like a tractor or something going on. You can hear it and you can tell that the stadium is lit up on the inside, but not by the big brights. Right. Because those you would be able to see that they were lit up and they aren't, they must be, must be lit up by other, other beams. Okay. Um, so you've got a you've got a gate with a, a, a chain and a bolt. I'm gonna probably have to use bolt cutters if you've got yeah. it.
1: Anyone good at picking locks?
4: I've just seen it in the movie. So I'm to
0: cool. try picking lock.
4: Oh no! <laughs> but if we do cut it, <clears throat> cut it clean at the bottom so we could dummy it back up.
0: Yeah. Don't
4: don't we'll... cut it on the top. You know.
1: That's why I was hoping someone could pick it because then we get this lock it back. My...
2: I, I have managed to pick a lock before, but I do not have a lock picks up with me. So I, there's a slim possibility. Yeah, I could do nothing with this bit of wire. Okay. okay.
0: All right.
1: Well.
0: All right. Oh. So you clip the, the, the bolt and uh, you twist the lock so that it, that you can reuse it. Um, you, you move the chain over to the side trying to be quiet and you, you open the gate. It opens fairly simply. And as you, re, as you step inside towards the tunnel, you know that on either side are luxury boxes. Okay? And that they're like closed rooms with glass fronts on them so they can sit in there and whatever, have their soirees and watch the game. Um, past that the stairs go down a little bit and then they go up into the open area of the stadium and you can see light coming in through that tunnel other than that it's pretty dark where you're
1: where you are go to the luxury box and just look through there because they probably have a good view down yeah and they're dark so the light reflecting off the glass they'd be hard to see us
0: now those doors are locked that's good point. And they're this kind of lock, key yeah. lock. Yeah.
4: Thinking about it, let's make sure we leave no trace that we're here because I wanna say that they're so arrogant, they probably think no one's gonna stop them. So unless they see evidence of us being here, we'll mm-hmm. have the upper hand tomorrow. Oh yeah, I agree. Right, fingers crossed.
2: The, um, the separate sections of seating, those are uh, short concrete walls.
0: That makes um, a little. Yeah, very short, with 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 iron railings on them so that people don't fall forward off the, the thing. And the seats inside are just your regular fold down. Correct. Easy yeah. wipe. And they're not. Uh, you don't have a staggered stadium where you've got people up here and people down here and people down here. It's not not that big, but it's it goes up. You know, it's fairly. So they don't have huge football games here,
1: right? Yeah,
2: it's just the squatches after all, right? Yeah. Uh, so peering out uh, from the from the you know the uh, gap. Oh, I'd like to see if the press box door is locked. Uh, press box door is also locked. Also locked. All right. So peering out at the top of seven, um, is it clear what area they're Preparing for our dignitaries.
0: All right. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, So you were going to just go up the stairs and into the open arena. All right.
5: We can, we can probably, we can probably crawl along the backs of some seats and then peer through the gaps in the seats.
0: You can, you realize even as you, as you get to that point and you you get the light, um, there are a million places you could hide. Uh, you could just hunker down behind the seats and nobody on the on the stadium floor would be able to see you up there. Right. Um, so you, you reach the top of the little stairs and you're coming out into the light and you can see that they have set up a number of uh, high uh, spotlights that are shining down on the field to light it up, uh, not, not the originals. You can hear the distant hum of a generator, and you can see that cables are going around the edge of the field and into that tunnel. So the generator is probably in there. Um, Does anybody have any kind of military background or anything like that? Or familiar with heavy equipment?
1: Uh, Nope.
0: Nope. Okay.
2: Um, now? The cable's going into the tunnel that uh, goes to the western parking lot? Correct. Yeah. Okay.
4: I have electronics and electri- electrical repair.
0: Well, go ahead and do that with a penalty,
4: Times. I fell on the first roll, so. Okay.
0: Yeah, well, you know it's a generator. You just don't know what kind of generator it
4: is. Now, you're talking to the left where it says office locker room and stuff? Is that what you mean? Correct. Okay.
0: Um, Most likely it's down in that tunnel. Well, the tunnel that goes back up.
4: Well, it makes Uh, sense because that's where the, the vehicle entrance comes to.
0: That's where they would have brought it in, right? All right, so now the field itself is very odd. There are a number of crews of workers on the east end of the field, filling maybe three, uh, one third of the whole field. They are digging and creating a miniature forest. They're putting in trees, and sago palms, and ferns, and It's actually kind of pretty, but it's bizarre. They're digging up the field to plant a miniature forest, a thick forest of plants and trees. There's a second group and they have a small crane uh, that is in the center of the field and they are currently unloading from a truck that has driven through the tunnel a huge black rock. Uh, It's about 10 feet across, maybe 5 feet wide. It's irregular in shape, and they are setting it in the dead center of the field. On either side of that, they're setting up some very strange things. They're setting up um, poles that almost look like they're made out of gold or brass. And on the top of these are hooks. And as they are putting them up there, they are hoisting up large bird cages. I mean, big bird cages like Cages large enough that you could put people in. They're hanging them up there. On the western end, they have set up a kind of uh, pavilion, and they have long tables on either side, and they're setting up spectator chairs, and uh, it looks like there's going to be an area where they have catering. They're not pulling out any of the food at the moment, That's probably another thing that that generator is doing, is keeping the food cold. Hmm. Um, They all seem very busy. You, you, You see that there are a few people you might call supervisors, but they all just look like contractors doing their work. They don't look like secret, scary cultists or anything like that. They just look like workers who are doing this now i would like I would like you all to do spot hiddens
3: oh four
1: regular uh, pass ninety seven regular
0: pass here <laughs> okay well, those of you who failed you're you're too busy looking at the weird forest or whatever yeah um Those of you who passed, especially Dr. Margaret, you probably point and and pointed out the sod in this field, the grass, is only sod, and that in many cases, they're lifting up the sod, they're laying cables like, uh, it looks like some fairly extensive cables going to banks of maybe... Uh, video equipment, or stuff like that, and then they're putting the sod back on top of it so that it looks nice. But you realize that you could hide things under the sod fairly easily. You also notice that just south of the pavilion, so it would be the southwestern side, the close side towards you, they have marked out an area uh, in a kind of an odd oval sort of shape. And they've got it marked with a letter C. It's a big area, like something that would be the size of a killer, I mean, a, a blue whale. So, what would you guys like to do?
1: That's well, Dr. Leeds, because, uh, like, you talked about a big black rock when before Jenny grabbed us. Is that the same rock?
5: No, that was more of a table. It was a flat rock.
2: I think this is enough like the rock that we saw in the valley, and the rock that we saw at... Uh, on biozyme to assume that Hmm. they're not only welcoming a chthonian in ring three marked c but the divine mother on that rock maybe with sacrifices in those cages and what about the forest do they have some way to get the plant critter maybe they've had the plant critter
1: yeah i was thinking maybe that thing we saw in uh right at the beginning at the farm, some, no, no the uh, the, the tree stump ran, tree stump thing maybe because well those
2: are yeah you no know, those those are offspring of the divine mother and they weren't able to keep those alive, mm-hmm. but they sure could use that um, plant manipulating little yeah. bastard. So they really want to impress this crowd with the hopelessness of human autonomy, with uh, a goddess and an ancient. Where right now, um,
3: those, the positioning of those cages on those gold bars, that's reminding me of that setup they have with the crystals back at Don Biozyme. I was getting a vibe from that too. And I remember that when Heather smashed one of those things, it let it loose. Yeah. Hmm. And I mean, I don't know what we can do against a giant worm creature or Glonsandi, but yeah. if they don't intend for um, uh, Shabdagurov to go on a little walk, might be all the damage that we need.
5: Possibly. Of course, the camp filled with all sorts of innocent people are own, this it's only a mile from here. That's right. True. So yeah. it's, uh, we've, well, we've she didn't do any harm.
2: Option. Yeah.
3: I mean, I mean when she, some, yep. when she left
2: on Biozine, she just went straight up. It's not like that, uh, that thing in Toronto that tore a swath through the Northern hemisphere. Right, right. But also, I don't know, I mean there were more of those crystals or there was an array of more than four how many how many of these poles are there 12. oh yeah that sounds very similar um well yeah you can uh, dr leish how easily could you improvise a nuclear device Cause honestly, no. this is so much worse than I thought it was.
1: No. <laughs> How about? Uh, I was thinking maybe you
5: could I, make. Up... I don't have time to measure the length yeah. for the blasting caps on that thing.
1: Yeah, I think maybe you could make something that we could put under the sod that they stepped on it. The chemicals combine and it was uh, spontaneously combust and like start fires.
5: I would prefer less uh, less landmine esque mm-hmm. and more um if if we can remotely control the detonations that would be best because we could use it to herd them
3: into an area and uh, more effectively take them out i mean what if we if we set up some things under the seat and we set up some things under those gold poles Mm -hmm. and perhaps some incendiaries in their little forest yeah I think it may be... Uh, and it's one final thing for their generator.
4: Because yeah. I
3: mean, we can run wires under the sod like they're doing. What? And set up switches, perhaps. We also, up need to figure out,
5: we also need to figure out what sort of exit routes they would take. Um, which, honestly, might be a fool's errand looking at the inside of this place. Yeah, they kind of if they're, of if they're enterprising enough, they could vault that low fence down there and then run up the
1: stairs. Yeah, there's not a lot of ways that we don't have enough manpower probably to hold people into the stadium. They're kind of made so people can get out quickly. Although think, it
2: is the case that they're probably not opening up all of these side entrances that would normally be fire exits.
1: That's a good point
2: because yeah. they're self secure and uh, and relatively small in number. So we presu- right. they'd probably be going out toward the west. Yeah. And if we, could drop, if we could drop part of that tunnel, that would definitely hem them in. But Alex well, also that's... wants us to learn what they're planning.
0: Right. So it's
2: not just enough to, to trap them or eliminate them, although that is my heart's true desire.
4: I think Alex needs to see this place it's not that busy right now. He might be able to glean something we're not. And B, I think all those people that went into that pit are probably underground here somewhere. That's going to wind up in those cages. I just... uh, Well, I think
2: the people who went in the pit are already being digested.
4: For
5: their their sake, I'm hoping that there are No
2: shortage of people for them to steal. I mean, you know, it's a ruined Mm -hmm. city. They could grab... I need twelve patsies. They could
5: grab. They could grab twelve every night, and we wouldn't know until.
2: Yeah, who could catch up? Yeah. There are no. Um, there are no people who here who look like children. No. I trust. That's good.
0: In fact, you don't see any females. They're all men. They're all, not necessarily um, clean cut. They're just blue-collar workers. Um, I mean, you don't know if they are involved or not, but they don't look like anything special. Um, everybody do a listen. Oh, eight.
1: Eighty-four.
2: Another fail for me, 55.
0: Uh, Jay, Jonathan. I believe that's a fail. Okay. Margaret, as you are there, uh, you can see that another truck is entering the tunnel and heading in, and it's distant. You hear it in the distance, but it sounds like animals. And as the truck pulls in, you can hear the sound of the truck. But you're pretty sure you can hear the sound of cattle. Um, The truck stops, the workers get out, uh, they put a ramp on the back of it, they open up, and they begin leading out cows like a dozen or so cows.
3: You know, Jenny used cows to some Chubnagaras.
0: and as you're saying that you see that somebody has appeared Um, you don't know who it is it looks like it might be a woman but she's kind of androgynous if you will Uh, and she's talking to the guy who's unloading the cows and they begin to lead the cows towards the altar stone Um, and when they reach the altar stone she meets them there and she begins cutting the throats of the cows and letting them bleed all over the altar stone, one by one. Uh, and then they drag the the carcass away, but she's pretty much making sure that the entire altar stone is bathed in blood. What size a uh, female person is this? Not particularly tall. Uh, average, maybe five foot. Um, she's blonde Hmm. uh, and like I see kind of androgynous does she seem to be saying anything? Uh, yes but she's not saying it loud enough to where you can hear
2: but it might be a sort of chanty incantationy sort of thing possibly
0: yeah it looks somewhat ritualistic what she's doing but it's also looks rather utilitarian
2: What's Jenny's friend's name?
0: Nick uh, Noelle no- Noel. No- Noel's Noelle's Black. Oh,
4: so, uh, okay.
0: So it's not well,
5: Noelle. So from our vantage okay,
0: point. Of. And from your from you as you recall, Noelle yeah. was not exactly happy
3: with what Jenny was doing. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> now what if I mean I mean the government snatched Jenny. Yeah. The government it's has some involvement here, just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, well, I, mean, I don't even know if it was the
5: government. Could have been yeah, these goons.
2: That's only a rumor we got from people that were not being honest with us.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we want to destroy that black stone. Yeah. I mean, they went They went to a lot of work to bathe it in blood, so I don't want it to be usable for them.
2: I wonder, I wonder if if the stone absorbs blood or we could just hose the thing off. That'd be hilarious if they thought it was blood soaked and ready for the summoning.
5: And it had to go to the bathroom,
2: a quart of molasses on it. Corn syrup.
1: That's what they use and carry.
2: Although I guess it'd be a lot more than a quart if it's several cows. Yeah. (laughs) At least the food would be better at the black dragon more wholesome. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: They've got some beef for a change.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, one thing, um, I guess you can do an idea roll as you're looking down there. Just just, just Desmond, because he sort of said something. 42.
2: I have an idea. A regular idea.
0: Your idea, it's kind of been stated before, but this looks like a catered event. They're going to cater this event. So the people coming, are they going to be shocked or surprised by what they see? Maybe not.
1: Yeah, but liking to be shocked when uh because we put some poison in the food.
3: Well, I think
2: what are they doing with the cows? They drag them off, or they is there a cooking tent? Nope, they're dragging them back to the, the truck and then hauling them away. Yeah, I don't know what the catering is going to be, but I'm afraid it's probably not beef.
3: The
0: Lindsay's are there.
3: So oh. when they... Go ahead. Oh. I'm not really worried about their catering. I mean, I, I'm i pretty sure we're all thinking the same thing, that it's going to be Black Dragon. Um, now... They created quite the electrical field at Don Biozymon. I mean. Gold's a pretty good electrical conductor. I'm sure that they're doing the same thing here. I think that if we're going to do any serious halting to what it is that they're going to do, preparing some sabotage of either the electrical generator, these gold posts, both perhaps. And maybe even something trying to disrupt the stone, if we can create a gas leak big enough to crack it. So
5: what little I know about circuits and stuff. What if we what if we find the wires connecting to the pillars and uh, hook up a certain Resistor to those, not only to lessen the amount of <coughs> current making it to the to the pillars, but um, if if the if the resistor just so happens to be uh, explosive, we could have that. Then we wouldn't have to worry about timing or remote setting off the explosives.
2: Right. They flip the big switch and it goes and ding zing zing below zing boom. Explodes. Yeah. That sounds good. I think we should get out of here um, and make preparations. We could talk on the way back to the station. I wonder though if one of us should stay to see if there are other developments that are worth being aware of or if that's more of a risk than it is an advantage. Do shifts. Yeah.
0: So far you've seen no guards, no, no security people looking around or doing anything. They seem very confident that nobody's bothering them. Yeah.
5: And we're, we're 24 hours out from the event. Correct. So remind me real quick. The prepper guy's name. What was his, what was his name?
0: The prepper?
5: Yeah. The crazy doomsday prepper guy.
0: Oh, um that is uh, Dean Stanley. Is that right? Dean Stanley. Oh okay. the survivalist. Dean Manton Stanley. Ex Army man. Yeah, did I? Unless I gave him a different name, uh, who knows? That guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy.
5: Hey, guy. <laughs> but the, uh, I think the, I think the, the question is going to come down to: Do you want plausible deniability, or do you want to potentially save the human race? <laughs>
4: Just save it. I have feeling of impending doom right now. Right. Yeah. I would
0: I would say that in reality, in the story, you have over a seventy five percent confidence that you could easily. Bring down everybody in this stadium if you wanted to. Uh, if if those people leave mm-hmm. and they leave that field unattended for any length of time,
4: it wouldn't yeah, be need, that hard.
5: We need like an hour or something, and some and some uh, extra cabling.
4: Don't you have that like a rocket launcher or something? Also. Uh...
0: I don't have it. Anti-tank. Yeah. Yeah, I don't You have a crazy
2: friend with some, some good weaponry. I
0: you've also was... got you've also got the, the dish thing, surveillance, to listen
2: yeah.
0: to things going on.
5: Well, he's got that.
0: Yeah. You yeah.
5: so have to go back.
0: He gave you night
2: a vision shot. goggles?
5: Uh, just a, an optic.
2: A scope. Just a scope. Um, now, it, if uh, there are probably some fairly heavy cables that they're lying under the sod. Yeah. Uh, if you just took an, a hatchet to one of those and exposed it like 50%, when it wasn't live, of course, then oh, when it was turned nice on, <laughs> it would be pretty messy when it was turned on, wouldn't it? If you took a, a heavy cable and cut it halfway and exposed it to sod and earth. I mean, it'll yeah. short, but it'll probably also cause an incendiary response in the immediate vicinity.
5: Yeah, but I'm thinking that we want to have, we want to splice in our own, our own uh, overcharged well, uh, capacitor.
0: Uh, <laughs> we're not, we're not playing at the moment. We're waiting for Heather. But uh, you also don't want to sabotage everything. And then they have to postpone the event. <laughs> yeah,
5: we want to make it. We want want to make it appear as
3: harmless as possible. All right. We don't want to break the stuff. Trap. We, yeah. We want to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then you want to have your your trigger ready to go because you've also got forty guys with you that can hide up in the stadiums with, with assault guns. rifles. That, yep. Yeah.
3: Grenades, assault rifles. Oh, that's a good
2: point that I hadn't considered. We don't have to... We can question them after we break stuff. We don't have to get the truth out of them and then set off the explosion. Well, we can get
4: that listening
3: device... No, we can just, we can blow every, we can, you know, blast everything to hell and then catch a couple of the survivors with a lot of armed.
2: Right. If we get
0: get the Lindsay's alone. I I didn't say it, but I, I, what I neglected to say, they're also setting up kind of a podium. Uh Uh-huh. So they're obviously going to.
2: So there's the, on the, on the. Uh, west side, there's the seating and then the tables and then a podium so that people in the seats can look at the show of the goddess and the worm and whatever the hell's in the forest.
0: Now, the oddly is, enough, uh,
5: do, we, the, do, we, do we burn then pillage or pillage then burn?
2: It's the old question.
4: Um, how about letting some of the the red shirts know that once shit kicks off, maybe disable the the head honchos' vehicles or something, so that at least we get a leader.
2: Yeah, actually, as so, as soon as they start up the band, we should take all the ignition cables out of those cars.
0: I'm doing uh, this rather crudely.
2: The other que- the other thing that strikes me now is that regardless of who we capture and who we let it escape, we have to try to kill Glonzandi.
4: Yeah, Glonzandi yeah. dies if
2: it's if it's killable.
4: That's what I was going to say. We don't even know like, what the hell. That's it is. what we
2: want the rocket launcher for, or the anti tank weapon.
4: If, it, we bleeds, we we if
2: it bleeds, we don't know if it bleeds. We know it can punch a a scary.
5: Yeah, so don't let it within giant. punching range.
2: Yeah, no, that's. I wonder if your crazy friend wants to come and save
0: humanity. Okay. Okay, so that's kind of the setup of the field. There's the pavilion with the uh-huh. podium and stuff. There's where C is marked out. There's the altar. There's the cages going off like that. And then there's the forest.
3: Yeah, it really looks like they're trying to uh, wall themselves in to protect from whatever's going to happen on the other side. Yeah.
4: And don't forget, we, we have the endurance chant too. One last time for. What's more to the breach, my friends?
0: Yeah. yeah. What if we. endurance chant. In the presence we get our 50 plus.
5: <laughs> what if we, we get our 50
3: plus mooks to do the chant too? I, I don't think that we should be doing anything that draws upon Chubby when Chubby is a big centerpiece of this.
2: Shumby, how dare you? how <laughs> dare you? Desmond,
5: Desmond, not all she... of us, not all of us have
3: drank the... Well,
2: Jade, it's will you Kool-Aid. talk to these people? I, I know, come on. Not,
3: not everybody's drank the Shumby, okay? If
4: they're calling her here <laughs> yeah. like they were at the other spot against her will to milk her... Oh my gosh, this thing does not care.
2: <laughs> Whatever they're bringing in the forest... They're more afraid of than they are of Shumda Guras or a Khersonian. Yep. Mm. And that's bad.
5: So, yeah. do we want generator? The generator cable is going through
3: their little walled off area, right?
0: Yeah. It would yeah it's be coming going... from
3: behind. Yeah, it's not so coming the... from the forest side. It's coming from.
5: Yeah. It's coming from the tunnel side, not the forest side.
0: Yeah, like that.
5: Okay. Awesome. From something
0: in the tunnels.
5: All right. Yeah. The and then, pavilions, then it's pavilions.
2: And it's going past the pavilion, pavilion to it, under the sod. It's going past the pavilion
0: to the golden right mm-hmm. cages.
5: We could blow that. No, no.
0: There's nothing. Going, there's nothing going to the golden cages. The golden oh, cages okay. are not wired at all. No, but they're cemented in. The okay. bases are cemented. Yeah, they look. They're, they're like the size of uh, street lights I think we should,
2: I think we should, is it, a, is it, is it, do you think it's kosher to use that map in show, in game? What, this? Yeah. Because I was picturing it very differently. Like I, I was doing a little sketch on here and I thought various things that are totally wrong. And I, you know, I, Margaret, I know at least, and I were assuming that the, the golden cages were wired because that. That. golden
0: cages are kind of like that.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like those old. But okay. and, in. Yeah, Which That's, which side are the cages on? If that makes sense, are they on the forest side or are they on generator side?
0: They're they're coming this way and this way.
3: Right, but, but so 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 the, so, so the, hook so the cage holding, hooks is the, the hooking the hook way? the
0: hook is pointing towards the the pavilion.
3: So the cages are on the pavilion side. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: They're not they're not for the forest creature
2: to grab, but for. Perhaps a yeah. Cthulonian to grab,
3: yeah.
2: Um, or perhaps
5: for just you know people to sit there shrieking because yeah. Yeah. who knows what we're dealing with.
2: How Can much we... of this do we want to include in in the recording, though?
0: Because I feel like this is all information that. Well, will... I've actually got another map that I might show, but okay, I don't want to show you yet. You're right, yeah. <laughs> actually, there's probably no reason to show it to you. But if I showed it to you, it would give some stuff away.
1: So right? Yeah, yeah, we'd be like, "Oh, what if I keep one eye closed?"
3: What do you mean? That's where Glenn Sandy saves all the characters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hope and springs eternal. This,
3: this is like this is where Glen Sandy professes his love for Doctor Mills and decides that humanity isn't worth sacrificing because of his deep, like, wow. It's, I'm it's
2: all. It's all just a YouTube. Uh, uh, wedding, um, marriage proposal. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: The lights go off, Shibnagroth comes up, the forest bursts into flame, and he opens up the giant box. Yeah. Hey, Would you do me the honor?
0: It's just um, Finley Finley, and his wife renewing their vows.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and start again. Uh, that was a 15-minute break. Okay. Uh, one, start. All right so you guys have scoped out the place uh was somebody going to stay behind while the rest go or were you all going to go and come back later
1: i, I uh, mean if someone stays behind do we have how how, how far does our walkie-talkies reach because like if you guys take off you know and someone's left behind it is only a mile
0: well, yeah. you don't want to you don't want to use your walkie-talkies because they'll be able to they might hear you down right in the stadium.
3: Here,
0: and, and, uh, let's uh, say that a couple people are going to stay behind because they want to find good good vantage points. Um,
2: oh, we can get a couple of the brother to stay behind, perhaps. Yeah,
0: they would like to if figure out, uh, you know, because they're going to get like assault rifles and position themselves at various places in the stadium. Um, Are you... I'm not going to say anything. It has to be your decision on things. Yeah.
1: That. Oh. I was thinking maybe we'd want to... uh This might be way out there, but
3: maybe get some Roundup and poison that forest tonight, too. No, we don't want to do anything that's going to cause them to postpone. They might just think they planted it wrong. But they'll, they'll, they'll postpone. They'll postpone. Yeah. We don't want them to do that. If we're going to do uh, anything to the forest, I my vote is something more of a fireball throwing yeah. the forest to the ground. But like, we have to trigger that once they're already underway.
2: Um, as somebody who has studied biology and ecology extensively and the destruction that mankind does to it, is there anything about the ecology of that little pseudo forest that strikes me? Is it, does it represent like, ah, oh, that looks like an island in Bali or... This is the perfect place to grow a fungus, or
0: no, not necessarily. It looks like they got trees from a local nursery.
2: It's just a little fake biosphere for the
0: right, but for the per- they've gotten gotten mostly, you know. Uh, there's no uh, dead leaved plants. They're all in f- full growth, but they're f- most of them are fairly large. Um, it's like they brought in a lot of large trees and then. Filled in with palms and uh, and ferns and stuff like that, okay. but it's pretty dense. It's not once it doesn't suggest it,
2: up, it, it doesn't suggest any particular ecosystem, though. It's just the greenest place they could make right artificially. Fair enough. Uh, well, uh, Dr. Leach, uh, you know, while you're doing complicated things, any fool can make something a bit like napalm it will make a mess of a small forest enclosure if that's useful. Oh, yeah.
5: In fact, if uh, if we can nick some of those
1: propane tanks, then yeah, I mean, all we can more. make all Molotov the cocktails
3: easily. Mm-hmm.
4: I think the kid um, needs to see the spot.
3: What is, I mean, what insight is he going to give? It's not like he doesn't have some divine insight, Jade. I mean yeah,
4: He's, he's a ten-year-old if, if
3: he's gonna glean
5: anything from this, seeing it, a picture would suffice.
0: Um, also, let's talk about Alex for just a moment. He is a ten-year-old kid. He sees things clearly, but he doesn't have advanced strategic knowledge of how to do things. You know, because he's ten. <laughs> But if you you started teaching him that sort of stuff, he would get it completely. (laughs) So yeah, there might not be any reason to bring him And I'm sure
3: he's not like some great occult scholar.
0: He also has like curiosity. His curiosity is almost insatiable because everything is wondrous to him.
3: He's terrible. I mean, he wanted to come because he wants to look at the giant worm. I mean...
0: On the other end of that, he did have insight into Guan Santi, which appears to you as a normal person, but apparently it doesn't appear that way to him.
3: Yeah. He seems to flow from one place to another, he doesn't walk places. Right. Super weird.
0: All right. So we'll assume that the six of you, or the five of you, um, uh, head back to camp or head back to uh, the station. Um, And as you arrive, you realize that something has happened.
1: Mm, They
0: found it. That there are, uh, there's nobody out front, uh, that a couple of the trash cans have been knocked over, Um, that uh, there are marks in the dust of what looked like cars out near the, the front of the station. What do you guys do? And this is the the station? This is the station. This is before not you go the... into the underground.
5: Okay, so not the refugee camp, but the,
0: the station. right, the station. Okay. And Peter Tate is with us.
2: Correct, so is uh, Richard Slakes. Okay, so go, uh, Peter, Richard... Um... This looks, uh, disturbed. Uh, do you have, is there a signal that the brethren use or anything about Mm. sort of thing? Not really. If Lurleen is down there, is there some way that you could communicate with her? Well, not
0: really. (laughs) I mean,
5: Would would everyone have moved by, by now?
0: Well, I hope so, but they, uh, uh, they wouldn't have left it. They wouldn't have, like, knocked over trash cans.
1: Right. Do, do we all right, know so the place got hit? Yeah. yeah. Do we know where they went? We could go there. Uh, well, or, they, uh,
0: they were going to go to St.
2: Bart's. Yeah. So we should definitely check out if there's a safe contingent at St. Bart's.
0: Does it smell still of gunpowder at all? Or are there spent casings? Um, yeah, you can smell it now that you say it. You can smell there's gunpowder. Uh, you do see spent casings. Uh, right. From uh, from, I don't know what would be the typical assault weapon, yeah. military looking assault weapon. M yeah. sixteen
1: M-16 at that time.
0: Well,
2: uh, uh, Peter, uh, I'm sorry. I hope Lorraine's okay. Um,
5: let's let's go in and check out to make sure.
0: Uh, okay. Just um, there,
5: a, is there a back Quick run through.
0: No, there's no other way in. But
5: Hopefully we don't find any bodies.
2: All right. I want to stay up top uh, with the loudest thing I have in case there's a return. All
5: right. Keep an eye out.
0: All right. Um, You make your way down to the entrance of the station. And almost immediately, who's going? Okay.
1: I'll go. I'll
0: go. Okay, so just the two of you. Um, almost immediately you see smears of blood. Um, you, uh, you go through the entrance and uh, more smears of blood here and there. Um, and they're odd. They're odd smears of blood because they almost look like they're whites of blood. On the walls some of them very large but no bodies um there's also places on the ground where large swathes swatches of garbage and stuff like that have been brushed aside as if something as if they were like they were all on a carpet the carpet was moved aside um you make your way down to the next level and it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, n- n- not I, all of this is not a huge amount of blood. I mean, a lot of the brethren were with you, um, but as you get to the second level, you do see over in one corner, uh, one of the brothers uh, is sort of swooshed up against the wall, and you can hear him wheezing. He's like this, but he's been partly smushed. Mm-hmm.
5: Um, uh, I'll go over or, to him. Yeah. What happened here? Uh,
0: we were, we were assaulted. There was, there was something, something big. It. 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 It was big. Alex. Alex is okay. Alex okay. got out about fifteen minutes before.
1: Good. Okay. Uh, going to how many? Uh, how many people
0: yeah. were here? Uh, maybe a dozen. The thing sort of it, it, and he dies.
2: (laughs) Mm.
5: Damn. Well, Uh, Alex made it out.
1: Yeah. How high? Definitely more than 12 people dying tomorrow. Yeah. What's the highest blood swath?
0: There's one that's like right up against the wall and the ceiling. Okay,
1: way up there.
0: You now, now that he said it that way, you get the impression that things were just smushed like flies and smeared.
1: Yeah. Big Big Jenny.
0: Mm, I don't know. So hand, there's no handprints.
1: Oh, uh, who knows how she looks now? She's growing are there, extra arms. Are there any? And... Is there anything print-like?
0: Okay. Just huge swatches that have seemed to have been brushed aside. Mm-hmm. All right.
5: And is that as far as we can go?
0: No- um, yeah, it's pretty much as far as you need to go. Okay. Um, and there are spent uh, cases of, of ammunition, military-grade ammunition.
1: And the Brotherhood didn't have M16s and stuff. Okay. okay, no. Just confirming. All right shit. All right, we need to make
5: sure, we need to check on the alternate location
1: and mm. well, we need to
5: make sure that we aren't followed when we do so.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, is there a reason we got to go to the alternate location?
5: Because I'd hate to lead. Yeah, there. that's that's fair. Of course, if any, if anyone was taken and interrogated from here, how many people knew the alternative location?
0: Probably not too many.
5: Yeah.
0: It's not like they yeah. shared it with everybody in the room. They just...
1: Yeah. You
2: know. yeah. If this conversation many... continues up when you guys get to the surface, mm-hmm. I'm going to say well, there's no way we should go anywhere near St. Bart's. I mean, for all we know, there's a chip in one of our heels. Like mm, they have fair. enormous advantage over us technologically.
4: Um, oh, oh, sorry.
2: No, that's all. I just think we should we should coordinate with the few that we have and not count on the forty brethren with assault rifles. We can hope for them, but I think we're on our own.
4: How did Alex describe Glenn sandy's movement?
1: Flowed
0: like he was constantly having to reform himself: and
3: I wonder I mean. Yeah, the, the intense. I, I think I know where you're going, Jay. That, I mean, we saw Gwanzandi yeah. You know, destroy that creature with his bare hands back in Canada, back in Toronto. Yep. I, mean, I would
0: sure. like, I would like you all to do a, a spot hidden. Uh, it's not not for an immediate thing, but it's for that incident back then. Tell me if any of you get an extreme.
3: I will spend three points of luck to make it an extreme. Okay. And I will not spend three points of luck to make it an extreme.
2: (laughs) I will not spend 26 points of luck to make it an extreme.
0: Margaret, something has bothered you about that moment. When you saw Guan Sandy use martial arts to attack that mutant that was coming after you, you've you've dismissed it as an optical illusion. You've you've thought what you saw couldn't possibly be real, so it must have just been a trick of the mind, a trick of the light. But at that moment in time, Guan Sandy had three hands. Because one was here, one was here, and one shot out and hit the thing, and it was like a cartoon where they move so quickly it looks like they have multiple hands. That's what it was like. Glansandi had three hands.
3: Yeah, not only did Glansandi have three hands, he seemed to morph another hand. Hmm. I mean, and it's not like his clothes were tailored differently. I mean, this creature might be um, you know, imitating clothes too. Yeah that clothes might not even be in fact, based on that, yeah, I don't think it's clothes or even clothes.
0: So. Tell me what you're going to... Give me sort of a list of what you're going to gather together because we can move ahead. This this will be taking place this this evening. This will be taking place tomorrow morning and the next day. And then we can move ahead to the evening's events. Um, Dr. I mean,
2: Liege, do you think you're... Um, uh, um bunker, crazy friend, how much ordinance do you think he'll part with, and do you think he would want to come and save the world and could he be trusted to not fuck everything up?
5: Um on that last point, I really don't know. Okay, and on the second to last point, I'm I can give it a go.
0: Um, without, so playing, if we, sorry. without playing through that scene mm-hmm. um, if you go when you go to him and with the urgency in your eyes and your, and your demeanor that you need these things because something terrible terrible is going to happen and it's the he, gray aliens it's the gray it's whatever it's whatever horrible Brazilian conspiracy you could come up with he gladly lends you whatever you want but he doesn't want any part of it, and you get the feeling that he's a chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Despite all of the the shit that he's got, he's no. really a coward.
4: Can we get sterno cans? Oh, yeah.
0: I don't see why not. Sure.
4: Okay. Rain jacket Rita would have those probably. Yeah, people probably use them to cook in their tents anyway. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We could make some sort of napalmish cocktail out of that too.
2: Yeah, and and they'll be they'll be in boxes in the commissary because how else are they keeping these pans warm? Yeah.
0: Well, anything reasonable, I'll accept. So, um, except the nuclear device I yeah. <laughs> So I'm yeah.
2: I like I yeah, Where to, can
5: we find Where can we find <laughs> uranium?
2: Depleted. Yeah. Um, just heavy water. I, all I need is heavy water.: um, oh, Yeah, that's been,
5: that's been in my backpack the whole time.
2: <laughs> I think that the, uh, the Sterno forest catapult plan mm. is worth is worth an effort. and that way we're at the far side of the stadium. That could be set up at the far side of the stadium. Uh, and that can cause a lot of damage foliage, and then we assume they need the foliage. Yeah. Trebuchet. trebuchet. Trebuchet, yeah.
5: Always always go for a trebuchet over a catapult. Yeah.
2: Um, right, and also um, individual clumps instead of one mass of jelly so that it can spread as it flies, and because it's a lot of forest that we want to light up. Maybe a little soap added, maybe a little kerosene if we can get some.
0: So looking at the stadium, again, just just in your own heads, how do you want your 40 men positioned? Uh, Let's say we can manage to get 20 of them with assault rifles. In fact, they've, in in fact, knowing this, they've snuck into various um, guards around town and lifted some of their assault weapons right so i mean the military's pissed about it but there's like nothing they can do for a few days anyway
1: right yeah i mean if we're wanting them to shoot at it like funneling in i'd have an i'd suggest putting into the uh west where they're going to be Mm -hmm. headed because if that forest catches on fire most things are instinctively want to get away from fire and Mm -hmm. so
5: Let's make sure everyone is on the same page. Um, Let's have none of our personnel leave through the uh, the Western entrance that they that the opposition have been using. Mm -hmm. Um, So then we can put five to 10 reserves out in the parking lot to filter in and anyone coming through there Just fire
2: away. Detained or mowed down, at least. And
4: have those same guys disable the vehicles that are outside. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And assuming, well, right, right, assuming they have access to the parking lot and privacy at some point. Uh, And I like the idea of using something like the ignition cable that we can easily repair in case we want to move. Um, I would say out of 40, even twenty on the western side, surrounding the parking lot and moving in once festivities start, assuming festivities start,
0: um, one thing that's suggested to you is they can cut the the, the locks on a lot of the gates um, on the uh, on the eastern side of the the place, so that when they want to scatter, everybody goes in a different direction right. They can't catch you all, obviously.
5: Um, and can we shim the locks so that they're. They're not, specifically cut, but there's something. No, we can cut the locks the night of. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you could do it on your on entry.
3: Yeah. There we go. That'll work. So, and I mean, I don't think that we need half. I mean, if we have um. Maybe fifteen of the people with assault rifles in, positioned around where the. Um. People will be sitting, mm-hmm. and then we have the other five waiting outside for them. I think that's good. I mean, the other twenty could be manning whatever launcher we devise to spray the napalm into the forest. We well, could that should take too.
2: that should not take a lot of people, and it doesn't require assault rifles. Uh, I, I assuming that we go back with so we've got we pick up some material. We go and visit the the brethren we left behind and we check and they're okay. And we ask if there's been any other preparations and you know, it's getting, it should be getting fairly late at this point. Uh, I wanna know how much staff is there and how much access we have to the the field Mm
5: -hmm.
0: to perform our adjustments there. Well, I'm gonna tell you ahead of time that by the time you get Back, most of the crews are done with what they're doing and they're leaving, um, and it looks like they're just going to lock things up and go until they're supposed to come back. Uh, do a luck roll for me, everybody. Yeah, why not?
2: It's more Fail. or less just a... I succeed a normal
0: thirty-three. Fail uh desmond you happen uh to be in a corridor you know helping to coordinate these people when you hear somebody walking uh walking nearby and it sounds like a crew person talking together says yeah i think we're all locked up now we don't have to be back until 9 p.m tomorrow
1: Mm, nice
4: I shall shall
2: pass that information on at an appropriate time. Right.
4: While I'm thinking about it... it, Jason? While I'm thinking about it also, the group that is going to man the west gates, that's the vehicle tunnel entrance to exit also, correct? Uh Uh-huh. Can they have handfuls of nails, broken glass, whatever they can scavenge? And once shit goes down, just dump it in the, the exit so any vehicle leaving if they don't have exit uh, access to the vehicles, they can just hopefully take out the tires. Or,
3: no, I mean, you I don't mean, you see can still drive with bad
4: tires though That's Yeah, but it really slow them. them down.
0: you don't see any places where they're parking inside the stadium?
4: Oh I thought it right. went into a pro- okay no cool. it goes, it
0: goes from the parking lot down the tunnel and onto the field. Which is how they yeah. were using trucks and things. Yeah. Right.
2: Um, if we could I mean I think you're right, because we don't know what they're gonna drive in tomorrow. If we can make something like a caltrop, do you know right. those?
4: Yeah. I've seen them the, those are the, the a... sort of
2: jack shaped things that I don't I don't know where we get caltrops or improvise them. Glass won't probably take out. If there's if they drive an eighteen wheeler in, mm-hmm. it's not gonna care about driving or some glass or nails, but um we could look for
3: something of Yeah. Know.
2: Like my,
4: a my, my thought was if you disabled one vehicle, it'll, it'll bottleneck the rest of them. That's what I was. Well,
3: getting. I mean, I think a couple of um automatic weapons fire taking out a driver would put a pretty good halt to a vehicle,
4: yeah. I'm just sure it's hedge. hard
2: to get out of the tunnel when the driver of the first truck is on fire
3: to
4: hedge our bed as best as we can here. That's what
3: I, I mean, but once again, we only need to catch one or two of these people. We don't need to catch a ton of them. If some of them get away, that's fine. We need to focus on killing sandy
2: We want, yeah, we want Lindsay. And if
3: we can't capture the
4: Finleys, then they need to go too. Yeah.
2: yeah, we want Finley, and we want somebody from government, and we want sandy dead.
4: That's what I, my fear is, if we don't stop, it can't be the whole United States government, but it's this little sect or cult if we could cut that off it might splinter the underlings if it infects the whole government i mean the united states it's it's the greatest nation in the world if they're infected
0: all right how about explosives where you gonna plant some explosives
3: i margaret would i would like some explosives planted at the base of all of those Gold pillar things. Okay,
1: and I'm going to bring some.
3: Oh, sorry. I if there was some way for Doctor Lige to rig up something that would have enough boom to crack that rock,
0: well, you have plastique. So, so let's assume so. that you've wired it up so that if you hit a button, uh, it'll send a charge to all of the plastique under the altar and those things as well.
5: And we're gonna, um, and it's all hidden underneath. The, yeah, we're gonna piggyback the wire along their pre-existing wires. So if they okay. suspect now, anything, it's
4: just we'll, like a wire. Are yeah. we gonna napalm up the forest? Yeah, you're
0: yeah. gonna use sterno or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, question now. The final question is, um, what's the signal? Who gives the signal to launch the attack?
3: I think any of us should be able to do it in case things go south. There should be more than just one person.
0: Um, well, what is the signal? Now, you, you'll you all have walkie-talkies and nobody will care if you talk through the walkie-talkie if it's fire, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think there's a, a couple more questions
2: before okay. we get to that, actually. One of them is, uh, if we're out in the field wiring these things up, what is the... Altar like? Did the blood soak in? Is it just smooth black stone?
0: It's drawing on the surface.
2: It's drawing on the surface. Um, I think that we should, we should mar that surface with something.
3: Bring some palm oil. Well, I, I mean, if, if, if they can somehow sense that, that their altar isn't ready,
4: exactly. uh, they
3: will postpone. I mean, we can't, unfortunately, we can't. We could just put a halt to this and have them do it somewhere else, but we don't want that.
2: No, that's want a good point.
3: Desmond, don't
5: don't pee on that. That might zap you or something.
2: <laughs> Who knows? That,
4: that plastic will be enough.
0: Uh, hopefully.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm pretty sure it's enough. The, so the question about how we trigger it is: Do we wait? What if the cages have human sacrifices in
3: them? I mean, we there's do nothing we, we could do. They were, gonna, they were gonna they were gonna be show? dead anyway. Desmond, they were gonna die anyway.
2: So if they bring out twelve people chained up and Lurleen's one of them, this is a conversation not around Peter Tate. Uh, we just let them put those people in those cages. Well, uh, or we set Glon- off the fireworks then, and then I let the if,
1: them- Glon- if Sandy's there when they're bringing it out, then yes. If he's not, then we we've, we've got to wait. You know, got.
4: I mean
2: Yeah, we have to get we have yeah. to get the Finleys and Glen
4: I think primary we need target to look at it this way. We'll do the best we can to save those people, but the fate of the world actually could be resting on this whole thing. I don't want to sacrifice or let twelve people die, but if it saves millions or the whole of San Damiel over there as opposed to twelve individuals, I don't like it at all, but what, what choice do we have?
2: But if we do have Glonson, uh, the because part of it is also, I would like to save those 12 people. I would also like to stop this before the forest becomes alive,
0: mm-hmm.
2: or Shubnagaroth is risen, or Chthonian comes to the surface. Like, my preference is to let them come in, have a congratulatory toast, and then blow shit up and yeah. capture as many of them as possible.
1: Sounds right, good right. to me.
2: If well, So my preference is for earlier. Well, that brings us back to the question of what the trigger is.
3: The trigger. So if we make... have a verbal cue over the um...
2: open com. Mm-hmm. And there's you know, are, is Peter Tate going to be uh, taking yes. part? Yes. Uh, and Richard Slakes too. So there's yep. seven of us well the the seven of us spaced out around the arena, like somebody's gonna be able to call for it
1: yeah i think I think that's good, and since it's a football stadium, we should just make the call. We're punting,
3: or why not awake awake the call of the brotherhood oh yeah uh, that's that's good too
5: okay, so we have walkie talkies. you guys hear this
1: <laughs> yep, yep,
5: so. One click. One click is negative. Two clicks is confirm. Sound good? Sounds good. And also... that's
2: after someone says "awake, awake."
5: Uh, before. Before. Okay, so let's so make sure the... everyone everyone can see. They do the toast, and people start doing two clicks that they're ready.
2: Oh, I see. It's a it's an announcement of preparation. Gotcha. Yeah,
5: and it's a little quieter than us yelling, awake, awake.
2: And somebody has told the brethren not to scratch up their weapons with forks. I know they're a little shiny.
0: Well, they just oh, scratch them up a little on the shiny spots, but not on the important part spots. Not the important parts.
1: No, well, the black no. the
5: black coating's not very not very shiny. Not the um, flame inside. <laughs>
0: And finally, in what order are we going to have the assault rifles, then the explosions, then the fire, then the, or, or what, what order do you want to do it in? What do you think,
5: think all together? I'm on board with explosions.
1: Yep. Uh, explosions. Um, because by...
5: explosions are pretty good. Pretty yep. good. Uh, At disorienting. Just yeah, synchronizing event. If the pavilion explodes, um, whoever's in charge of the trebuchet can launch at that moment and light the light the trees on fire. And then rifles are aiming on stragglers.
0: Okay. There's no trebuchet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, How do you awesome. take that into the scale? It's just, I would, why I mean, is I there a think. trebuchet?
4: <laughs> hey,
3: listen. <laughs> so strange. It's it's decor. It's fancy. Yeah.
4: I, I it's a trebuchet. We could take the sterno cans, pop the lid, put them underneath the the sod with like a, a wire going through each of mm. them. You electrify the wire, the current will ignite them all and it'll yeah. melt right That'll up work. through everything.
0: Okay. All right. So let's assume you've done all of that.
2: Okay. I would say in that regard, we do need to pile the sterno rather than have a bunch of tiny pots, because those things light like and they make a little blue fire
4: that's not gonna Yeah.
2: yeah. Right, or we're gonna you, surround them with kerosene. Or you weaponize, yeah. them. We yeah. weaponize them. You weaponize yeah. them.
4: Dump them out into a jar, make a big whatever. Yeah.
2: And in terms of the sequence, the one thing I think that's important is if the forest starts screaming before they toast. We like the forest or if they Mm -hmm. or if the divine mother shoots up through the rock we have you know we have to be responsive to change yeah Yeah. because we don't know what their structure is
3: no plan survives contact with the enemy that is true
0: all right the next day it's very difficult to not be completely apprehensive about everything um do we have a nap? What time oh, do we sure. use the...
2: I'm sorry. We, we're going to sleep as much as we can and have a meal. What time do we do the endurance chant or do we stagger it? Because I think we're going to want to do it.
1: 8.30.
2: 8.30? Assuming that it started early. Okay. Right. 8.30. And if we gather together and do it in a circle, maybe it'll be bigger.
0: We can get slakes in. Um, let's assume that you arrive at eight. Okay, you've snuck in. You've gotten yourselves in the position. Uh, uh, food trucks have arrived. Uh, and you can see that the name on the side of them is Black Dragon. Um, they begin putting stuff out on the tables, uh, which... Uh, through your binoculars um some of those joints of meat don't look like animals; they look like baby people people parts um, about eight thirty um, uh, a couple of vans arrive and Getting out of the vans are six men and six women. They are naked. Um, They are fairly good-looking people. Um, And they seem to be in fairly good spirits. Uh, They're led onto the field, and uh, each one of them is led to a cage. Does one of you guys have the sound surveillance thing?
5: So I would, I would have that and I would make sure that Margaret gives me back uh, Heather's tape recorder. Okay. And I've got the record button going. And I've got that, I've got the trigger wrapped in tape so it's always, it's always on and we're okay. recording everything that happens.
0: All right. We got the binoculars. Um, one of the girls, Uh, They all look like they're maybe uh, around 20, maybe even in their late teens. Uh, One of them, uh, one of the girls gets towards the cage, which they've lowered down. And she says, listen, honey, I ain't getting paid to get stuck in no cage. And the guy says, you know, it's all part of the show. Uh, it's, uh, It's for these old perverts to sort of get off on. Um. We'll we'll give you an extra hundred bucks, you know, don't worry about it. And he sort of laughs and she's like, All right. And she gets in the cage and they hoist her up. So they're doing this to all of them along the way. So about fifteen till nine, you start to see lights. And you'll also see red and blue flashing lights. Uh the, the police, San Damuel police have barricaded or blocked off part of the road so that no unwanted cars can come this direction. Uh, the cars that are coming through are limousines. Okay, and they're pulling up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read this because it's easier to just go through it this way. Um, uh, Attendants begin to set up elaborate buffets. Okay, we already did that part. Um, uh, Attractive Naked Men and Women. Uh, Chauffeured limousines drive through the vehicle tunnel. Uh, Each one drops off a human or two. Uh, Then they cruise back through the tunnel to outside the stadium. And there you can see them all parking close together. They're waiting for the event to be over and take their people back. Uh, The occupants of the limousines are in tuxedos or military dress uniforms or beautiful gowns. There's women there. Um, They greet one another with jovial familiarity. Uh, It looks like some sort of rich soiree that's going to be going on. As you are sitting there, you suddenly hear a noise that makes you all panic just a little bit. Helicopter. You all hunker down as you see a military uh, helicopter fly overhead and come to rest between the pavilion and the altar, and you see a man who could only be Brigadier General, uh, what's his name, get out, along with his aide, and they walk towards the the pavilion. Uh, That flies away. A few moments later, there's another helicopter. This one looks like a private commercial helicopter. It lands, and I'd like you all to do spot hiddens.
3: 67 is a pass. Fail. Uh,
0: On the side of the helicopter is the NWI logo. Two people get out, a man and a woman. Dressed very nicely. uh, And they walk towards the, uh, the tents. Um... Uh, This is followed by another military helicopter, a third one that flies in. Uh, This one contains uh, uh, the two U.S. senators uh, and uh, the House representative. Um, They all start to sort of gather together and chat. Um, So who's listening in? Okay. Uh, you are training your thing on various groups of people. Uh, who do you want to train your uh, your uh, thing on? Also, you've seen the vice vice mayor arrive, and okay. uh, and uh, and uh, you see the families also arrive. So they've all arrived.
5: All right. So I'm going to nope. try and focus it on groups that are hobnobbing.
0: Okay. Um. You focus in on the the House members and the senators, and you hear them discuss uh, that the deal to abandon San Damiel uh, is mostly complete. Uh, Eastern and Midwestern congressmen and senators never liked Californians anyway, and the chance to save about half a trillion dollars, uh, the current revised estimate of ruined structures, uh, lost investments, and foregone earnings is too tempting uh, not to be listened to. Uh, To placate members from other untouched but quake-prone districts, uh, uh, next time, uh, in quotes, FEMA insurance fund can be instituted, $25 billion each year to a maximum of one trillion, assuming cooperation from uh, the Cothonians, uh, the interest from the fund will actually produce uh, an operating budget for work concerning the great day to come, the re-establishment of the first great old one on the planetary surface. Um, you focus in on, on another member of, of the government. Um, uh, one of the house members is sort of reading aloud to another one uh, a practice speech uh, that he'll be making how much longer shall our honorable colleagues from the western states attempt to claim that which is not claimable this nation has poured money into the west money for a century always attempting to deny that the desert is not a desert that water waits where none exists that the ground is stable where it trembles incessantly ladies and gentlemen of the house, I I would be the last to deny any citizen the right to live where he or she uh, would, but I request that citizens not send me the bill, and they laugh about this sort of thing that they're doing. Um, hmm. About this time, another car pulls up with Uh, Robert Jadick. He enters, and as he comes in, he's looking around, and he looks rather amused. He's looking out at the forest that they've constructed with a quizzical look on his face, and uh, uh, looking at the other dignitaries there with a kind of a smile, and he shakes a few hands, and he uh, just barely glances at the uh, altar stone and the, the the naked people in the, the cages. And uh, he sits down in a chair, uh, uh, not really talking to anybody with his legs crossed, just sort of looking around, amused by whatever the hell's going on or what, what they've invited him to. Um, you also s- focus on those New World Industry people. And uh, the one of them is talking to one of the, uh, to the general. And he says, Well, our work on the uh, anti agathic drug uh, is going very well. But so far, uh, the addictive direct nourishment from the dark mother is the only secure way to extend life. Cellular surgical techniques are working, but the subjects complain of overwhelming constant pain. Apparently, not quite enough pain to die, though, she laughs. Hmm.
5: Does it look like they, uh, the people are done filing in?
0: It looks like they're done filing in, and Glenn Sandy appears and goes up to the podium and gives it a tap, 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 to make sure it's working. <clears throat> and, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please, can we come to... Uh, Uh, come to order, Uh, and you guys are all in position. Uh, Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and honored guests. I'm quite happy with our turnout tonight. We have done the best we can with what little we have here in San Daniel. Considering the importance of this meeting, I am well pleased to see all of you, despite the inconvenience. This may have caused you, and we have done what we can to make this a pleasant evening for all. We are still waiting for one of our representatives to arrive, though I am told he shall be here shortly. I am glad to see Senator Peel and House Member Glorst in attendance and Vice Mayor Denny Copeland. All three have been instrumental in helping us declare St. Damiel irrevocably damaged and beyond financial assistance. The relocation program will begin moving forward in the next week to move many of the inhabitants uh, out uh, to sunny Jim Canyon, where they can serve to placate those children of the earth that have so greatly assisted us in our endeavors. We have with us one of the chief beneficiaries of our efforts, Brigadier General Wolf Benson, head of the Western Branch of the Black Brotherhood, who takes care of all our political problems. And representative uh, and representing the driving force behind everything we do, we have two representatives of New World Industries, Mr. Edward Chandler of the House Chandler and Miss Clara Donaldson from the Eastern Division. In the past few months, I have befriended a man who has lent his financial clout to this project in the hopes of creating a pure natural reserve where we now where now lie the ruins of this once great city. Robert Jadick of Full Wilderness Corporation is of the same mind as us uh, and is welcomed into our flock as it were. We also have with us many of the scientists and spiritualists who have paved the way for our enlightened contact with the extra dimensional beings necessary to bless this endeavor. Uh, I believe that uh, the one we have been waiting for is about to arrive. Most of you have not seen one of his species. There is no cause for alarm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Shada'a Dukah of the Chthonians. And as he says that, you can feel a trembling in the ground. And this area that they, was marked off, um, the grass suddenly turns brown and begins to smoke uh, the, the, the ground uh, suddenly glows red and begins to literally melt as this monstrous worm-like creature with tentacles uh, for a face uh, rises up out of the ground uh, the, uh, the, the earth turning almost to lava as it flows onto the sides the thing is covered in kind of a, an orange uh, liquid magma, if you will And the thing rises up out of the earth. Uh, People uh, barely gasp and uh, just sort of, you know, want to get a better look as it comes forward. Nobody seems to be horrified or shocked. Um, I think you can all do sanity rolls.
3: Yeah. Like, I feel horrified and shocked. (laughs) Fail. A 16 is a pass.
4: There's a fail. Fail. Just barely
0: passed by one point. All right. I think that if you... (laughs) I think that if you passed uh, just take one damage. You've seen weird shit before. If you failed, two damage. uh, it's (laughs) It's shocking. It's horrible. And that's the thing that obviously has been digging up from under the ground and causing earthquakes. Um... But suddenly, now that the thing has surfaced, Glansandi begins to speak, and before he can get a syllable out of his mouth, this voice from out of the ether. It's, it's, it's in your mind. It's deafeningly loud and powerful, and deep, and rumbling, like an earthquake itself, Uh, it says, Let us proceed. My paramount desire cannot be suppressed any longer. And I, I, I want to emphasize that as it says that, there's more visual and physical feeling inside you behind the words than actual words. If you simply understand this, what's obviously a very powerful, telepathic, powerful hit. Um, Glan Sandy yells out, he say, he's like, before we begin, I have some entertainment for my guests. And once again this booming voice in your head says, if you must. We have waited too long, Zushagundra. And when it says Zushagundra, it's obviously in the language of the Chthonians, but you understand it perfectly. And it means squishy mind in a cold wad of slime. Hmm. And it's directed at Glansandi. Uh, Glansandi says, now, my dear friends, fill your glasses with champagne and join me before the altar. Let us now begin our assembly with the proper sacrifice and call upon the great maker, the mother of the world, to bless us and nourish us in the future.
3: Click, okay. once they all gather Once they all gather and they're all close to the stone, I'm calling awake, awake. Click, click. I've been clicking. <laughs> all right.
1: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> like, Click. all right so they've all sort of moved forward to the altar and the chthonian is moving forward first and as it's moving you see the people in the cages crying out in horror and fear uh they're trying to get out of the cages uh as that thing is approaching is that the moment that you want to Blow everything up, including the people in the cages.
3: Blown up. <laughs> yep. Might as well. Everybody. I mean, the crowd's moving in. The Chthonian's moving in. So,
5: first thing, first thing I want to blow up is. So I I rigged the um, the pagoda area. And I rigged the rock. Where are most of the people? closest
0: to they're now about halfway between the pavilion and the rock um and the chthonian is sort of slightly to the side and it seems to be moving towards the cages and with its tentacles it's obviously going to just rep them out of their cages as sacrifices certainly
2: the rock is going to cause more um than the pavilion so and you're not going to hurt the so, pavilion.
5: Yeah, so if I'm... Yeah, so I'll try... I'll blow the rock, and then a couple seconds later, I'll blow the pavilion, to, so hopefully people would run away from the exploding rock.
0: All right. I would like you all to do spot hiddens, and I want to know who gets the best roll.
4: An 87 is a fail. Fail.
0: One,
4: two, five.
0: Any, can anybody beat sixteen? Sixteen. Oh, sixteen. Yeah. 60.
4: yeah 60. So,
0: so Jade has the best view. All right. Who has the best view after Jade? <laughs> is it Heather?
1: Uh I failed. But did so all I the rest was, of you fail?
2: I was sixty, which is both a failure and not a
0: low number.
3: Yeah. Right. I mean, if he's, I'm spending ten luck to make mine a pass. All right. Go for it.
0: <laughs> there's, there's a reason why I don't want it to be Jade. <laughs> All right.
1: Yeah, it'd be thirty luck for me to pass.
0: All right. So in that moment, uh, Margaret, I'm going to give you something that happens a split second before the bomb goes off, but there's nothing that you can do to stop the bomb. So the bomb is about to go off. The bomb like this and all of a sudden he starts and the people jump up with their assault rifles and start shooting down and you launch the you launch the flames into the into the trees and but Margaret as you are ready to jump and you're like you know do it you're you're sort of looking at one of the other guys and you're, you're standing there and this glint of gold uh, catches your eye, and you you look up and across the stadium, the very top, the last row there 's a glint of something gold, hmm. and you grab your binoculars and you look and Panther Latoya is sitting up there with his saxophone. And as you look at him, and he's intently watching what's going on down below, he suddenly turns and he looks right at you. Ba-boom! All all hell breaks loose. Everything is going on all around you. Um, Let's do some specific things. Who are you... Who are you aiming at? You've you set up your bombs. What how about the rest of you? You've got assault rifles, I assume.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who I'm aiming at is it irrelevant. I am huffing it up to where I saw a panther.
1: Uh, I'm aiming at Glen Sandy.
3: You broke my heart, you
0: son of a
2: all right. I'm <laughs> um, gonna see if Glen Sandy can be killed as well.
0: Heather, uh go ahead and do a shot shot roll. I mean uh Yeah, firearms.
1: Uh, I'll burn some luck, seven luck, to make that a pass.
0: Why not? All right. Um, You get a really good aim on Glansandi, who looks very surprised for just a moment. Um, Your bullet hits him, as far as you can tell, square between the eyes. Mm Mm-hmm and has no effect whatsoever. In fact, you see something behind him, you know, like that, as he gets hit by the bullet, and Glansandi looks around and begins to sort of howl, and as he does, he rips through his clothes, and he has multiple arms, mouths, shapes, blob-like, as he flows across towards who he sees a shooter, one of the other guys, uh, lower down on the stadium, but over here. And almost like, almost faster than you can imagine, he flows like a wave in that direction. And you see the guy with the rifle fall backwards as Juan Sandy splatters over the top of him like a gigantic amoeba.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And you can see uh, the... Stadium chairs is being torn from their hinges as he's just smearing that guy all over the place. Um, but the rest of you. Uh, people now are screaming and running in all directions. Uh well, the chthonian The, Cithonian? the Cithonian immediately just sort of dives down into the ground and is gone, uh, leaving slime and and molten uh, earth all around him. The wake of him so. doing that probably catches a few of the people. And there's no sign of
5: away from the rock pavilion.
0: All right, the pavilion explodes, and some of the people are running through it. In fact, uh, with luck, uh, the two representatives for North New World Industries uh, are in the tent, going past it when it explodes. You can see their bits and pieces flying in all directions. It's a, it's, a, it's a bloodbath. What's the forest um, look like? Uh, you've launched it on, you've lit it on fire. It is burning uh, profusely. Smoky, it's it's very smoky because it's, it's green. All right. um, uh, you, the altar is cracked. Uh, the people who are in the cages, uh, some of the cages have fallen down. Some of them have bent over. Some of the people are still alive and screaming. Um, the food tables are knocked over. Uh, there's a general uh, craziness. You see the military general run, sprint through the tunnel.
4: That's um, what I wanted to shoot that.
0: All right, go ahead and do a, a a shot he's right at the entrance of the tunnel as he's going. No.
4: Yeah,
0: you ricochet sh- off.
4: <laughs> yeah, I rolled a sixty-four out of twenty-five. No. So. Uh,
0: your your shot ricochets and he disappears into the tunnel. Well,
4: it's a good thing we had those people
3: waiting for him outside. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: that reminds
2: me, uh, none of the vehicles outside were disabled because they were all staffed by drivers, right? Correct. There was no way to get anywhere near them without being seen by. But now that the explosions have happened, there might be some tires shot out. Well, they're outside, so you'd have to go out there
0: and, and yeah, shoot but I them. since we you had some the, people
2: staffed around the parking lot,
0: I wonder if now that the booms yeah, have they'd, happened.
2: They'd get
5: the
0: signal. All right. Yeah, they, they, they what's going on. All right, we'll say that a few of those those get out here, but you can't see out there, so you don't know right. We don't know what what's going
5: yeah, on. We don't yeah. <laughs> we can't even tell that they're shooting over there.
0: <laughs> so there's no sign of the
2: Divine Mother. The Chthonian has descended, and the, the forest
0: hasn't. Right. And the chilled. thing that is Glansandi is flopping through the, the crowd, killing whatever it can. But after a few moments of flopping, you see it land back on the, on the field and move towards the tunnel, and there is a storm drain, and you see it just flow down into the drain and it's gone. Um, There's dead people lying around. The senator has been killed, and so forth. The Finleys? Uh, The Finleys. Let's do a luck roll. Yeah. um, Mrs. Finley managed to run out. Mr. Finley got gunned down in the process. Okay. Lucky fuck. (laughs) Um, Now i am still margaret to, <laughs> to margaret seems to have the second thing started she seems to have run away um she got up from where she was hiding and she started running around the stadium to the other side you can see her she didn't get far this all happened within a matter of you know 30 seconds
3: Hell, margaret
1: god damn it <laughs>
0: Uh, Margaret, as you are running, uh, there is a moment when one of the steel supports for the awning above passes between you and where you thought you saw Panther Latoy sitting, and there's nothing ahead of you, just empty seats. So he's gone. So yeah, yeah. So you sort of stop in your tracks. I'm just gonna. As scream. all of this is going on and on. And Panther. On. Um. After a minute. Uh. There are limousines trying to pull away. They have flat tires. Uh, you see. You hear the sound of helicopters. That. Maybe they're going to land way over there at the end of the parking lot to pick up. Whoever's left,
3: well, we got some anti-tank stuff to shoot them down. But
0: well, it's quite a ways away at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you guys doing to escape?
3: Um,
5: so I'm going to try and zero in on where Magnus went. Is there a way for me to follow? No. Yeah. No. Oh.
0: It's literally just great a grading. It's you know, no more oh, okay. than, Yeah. He just flowed right through it.
1: All right.
3: Well, hi. Right. scripted uh, go- running. Yep. I'm going to run out exit seven. All right. Did, I'll run out did, whatever exit I was ended up closest to.
2: When Magnus oozed through the grating, did he change uh, color or you know surface surface texture? Like, did he turn into green slime? Is what I'm asking. He kind of got a-
0: he kind of got paler, pinker, and whiter. You know, kind of like congealed milk as he went through
2: it was wish i could hideous. could have gotten a picture of that for heather because it might help her with the process of getting over it mm-hmm. uh yeah that done yeah it's escape. well oh, but i also want to check out the fire i want to watch the fire go through that little forested glade because i don't know what was planted there
0: it goes through rather quickly um, uh, burning mostly the stuff where the 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 napalm landed uh, because it's all green. but the heat kills it all and turns it brown.
2: You're right, nothing looks active, and I'll so I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm happy
0: part of the part of the stadium catches too right at that point. and um, for the most part, you've stopped whatever it was that was going on. Um, a lot of people are dead. Uh, nobody wants to stick around to count the dead bodies. Um, You all have a rendezvous point.
5: So I've got the tape from the listening device.
0: Right. Um, And
5: whatever I've got left.
0: You all get to the rendezvous point, which is kind of a safe house that you guys chose. And uh, you get inside everybody everybody arrives. none of you were killed, none of you were injured. Um, maybe a few strips and bumps and bruises as you get there.
5: Did the outside team manage to abscond with anyone
3: or... uh,
0: It looks like everybody who was lost alive got away,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and there weren 't many of them. so we don 't have Mrs.
2: Uh, Finley, for example, to question. No.
0: And you're not really sure. Maybe maybe there's somebody who got caught or whatever, but you you have no idea at this point. So, as you were in this little, uh, what was at some point somebody's house, um, Panther stepping out of the shadows is Panther Latoy.
3: You You gave Peter Tate the hangman card, didn't you?
0: And he starts laughing. (laughs) All things in one thing and only one direction it can go. What you're trying to do won't work. Not here, not now. Things have gone way too far already for you to stop it.
1: What What do you mean? What do you know?
3: Who who are you? Why do you know all this?
0: Uh, who am I? I go by many names, and many names and different names I carry with me and scatter behind me. For now, I'm Panther Toy, but I'm also Thorn Tapley and Aaron P. Hepley, names you may be familiar with, but there are others, Shurogon and Samael, and Randall Flagg. Where I go, peace is lost, and the night is torn by nightmares, I am the crawling chaos. I am the one who comes before and I am the one who will be last screaming into the audience void. But you have done very well. You made a mess of my plans. And for that, I want to thank you. Of course I'll let you do it. Chaos is what I want, and I will be content no matter the outcome. But know this. A god stands before you and he says, that nothing you have done here will matter in the end. But for now, ask one favor of me, if it is within my power to grant it, I will, for you, not for anyone else.
4: Each of us, or just
0: Each of you, one wish.
1: My wish, my wish is that I find a happy home in New York, far away from California. Maybe with those witches.
0: That's not within my power, I'm afraid. You'll never be happy again, not after this.
1: That's what Dad said, too.
2: Uh, Panther, I've seen your name before and still not recognized you. Yep.
0: You almost figured it out.
2: I had a moment. My request would be that the Finleys and their compatriots be prevented from doing further harm.
0: Apparently you don't understand simple English. And he goes like this. And all of your bones begin to, you can feel them cracking in your body and you collapse on the floor in agony. And a few moments later, you're gone. I mean, your body's there, but you're dead. Anyone else? He chose badly.
4: Perfect health and a 200-year lifespan.
0: That's wish. Anyone else?
5: Can you make it so I have... A day's warning before anyone involved with this debacle finds me.
0: Unfortunately, there is no such thing as the future.
5: Hmm. Shame.
0: I can give you wisdom and knowledge. I can give you the secrets of the universe if you want them.
5: That sounds like a double-edged sword.
0: You could be my servants if you wanted. Do my bidding.
1: Hmm.
0: I promise that someday, though, you'll be destroyed by it. But maybe not for a while.
1: So the knowledge of the science to, to help you out.
4: Of course. I am
0: the master in the sciences. Who do you think told Einstein everything that he needed to know? Hmm. Is that what you wish, Miss Mills? Knowledge? Miss Evans? Yes.
1: Yes. Knowledge is power.
0: Mr. Leach, knowledge. Do you choose knowledge? Miss Jade, you have your life. Go.
4: Pick up Desmond's body and or what's left of it, and I walk away with the book to study.
0: Knowledge it is.
1: Good trade.
0: He takes his job. He takes his sunglasses. Terrible.
1: (laughs)
5: Biologist.
0: <laughs> he takes uh, takes his glasses and he lowers them like this. And in the orbits of his eyes, you can see all of the universe and all knowledge and all, all things and the way things truly are in the universe and you can do a sanity roll. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: Uh, that's a fail. 1D100. Oh, yeah. I've got seven. You can't, so. you can't spend luck on sanity rolls, can you? No. Nope. Uh, I had seven. I lost 72. <laughs> three. Um, I was
3: three away from a success. <laughs> yep, he is, and I'm not looking.
0: Um, Heather, I haven't made my wish yet. <laughs> Heather, Heather grabs her face and just starts screaming and falling on the floor. Just I want to know. <laughs> Dr. Lee's you as well? Uh, Dr. Lee's going to kill himself. Boom.
5: Oh, man. 76,
3: Seta.
0: You chose wisely. 45. <laughs> and Margaret, <laughs> what, what are you going to do?
3: You're going to pull out a cigarette. All I want for you is to play saxophone for me one last time before you go.
0: very well, and he begins to play. He plays My Funny Valentine, and he does some improvisations, and they're, they're beautiful, and the more he begins to improvise, the darker his improvisations come, and they become wild, and, and your mind reaches out to try to grasp them, and it becomes confused by the sound, and you can do a same role. That's a fail. Yeah, 100. one hundred.
3: I'm still sane. Only thirteen.
0: Well, yeah, but you lost thirteen all at once. So uh, you just grab your ears and run screaming out into the night, and that's the end of our story. (laughs) All right. Any questions?
3: (laughs) A lot of questions, but wow! (laughs) Well, well, what was the love of
1: my life? What was that thing?
0: The love of your life,
1: Glen Sandy.
0: Oh, he was a Shoggoth.
1: Yeah, he was. He was.
0: (laughs) He he was a Shoggoth lord. Oh, Uh, uh, if you uh, his history would be something like he was one of the original instigators of the rebellion against uh, the Elder Things a million years ago. Uh, the Shoggoths don't reproduce, uh, so all of the Shoggoths that are still in existence were existent back then. Some of the Shoggoths were more sophisticated than others, and they were used by the Elder Things sort of as control groups, and they were used telepathy to control them, and the result was those particular Chagas got smarter. And that's what sandy was. And at some point in time, as humans began to populate, he realized how delicious they were, but how much trouble it was to catch one. So he has been doing a careful directed breeding program throughout humanity to get us to become more docile, and easy to control, and... He could use flashing colors and stuff. And, and he'd been working on this for thousands of years. And uh, you actually really didn't stop it. Um, in fact, you really didn't accomplish anything at all. Uh, all of these people were, to be instantly replaced by other people. Um, that was his big thing. He was just pretending to be one of us. If you think about it, everything that he was working on had to do with uh, making oh. people happy and not depressed anymore and easily controlled.
1: Brave new world. What's the story with the kid?
0: He's exactly what, uh, what Tate thinks that he is. He's the, the Earth's immune response to what sandy has been doing. He's been trying to breed humans that are stupid and docile and Alex has a a perfect, um, sanity. He's 99.9% sane and he can see through it all. Um, your mole at, um, Full Wilderness was, uh, Clarice Novescu, his secretary, um, she was actually fully in league with Nyarlathotep. <laughs> all right. And uh, who was behind all of it?
4: Of course. Yeah. Check the, I sent you something, Tom.
0: Um, yeah, uh, viewers, if you have more questions, you can send me uh, or all of us an email, and I will answer them. Um, then the then business cards in the in the comments. Uh, the business cards that you saw along the way all were Nyarlathotep just, just a different way. Panther Latoy is Nyarlathotep. <laughs> and there was a moment early on when I saw David go and suddenly write, write it down Aaron P. Hetley <laughs> and I could see mm-hmm. it go into his head and I'm like, shit. <laughs> He's figured it out. I have to pretend like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he, he completely,
2: he, he, he didn't just say, I, didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. He lied and said, oh, I just made some of the random characters' names match up to be funny. But I never caught Panther. I caught Aaron Headley. I caught at least one other, I think two other character names.
3: Yeah, if We're you, you rearrange them, they're
2: not your left at them. Yeah, I caught at least two and I think three, but but Tom convinced me. Because <laughs> so he didn't want
0: you telling anybody else. <laughs> well, it's true. We would not bust this stuff up.
2: <laughs>
4: I um, thought one of them was Honey pod or something like that. That's why...
0: There's something like that in there. I don't remember that name. But anyway... The match up. Anyway, I want to thank our phenomenal players who helped bring this campaign alive. Morgan Llewellyn, Brian Daly, Keith Craig, Jason chalk and David Gassaway. And I was exceptionally privileged to have been the keeper of the secrets for this game. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production. In order to create a richer listener experience, we provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. We also have an Into the Darkness Facebook group where you can chat with us and the other members of our club. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.